Visceralist Podcast, episode 117. 117. Visceralist at gmail.com, Instagram. Uh, turn your volume, volume down a little bit. Just a smidge. Uh, Patreon, too. Patreon.com slash Visceralist. I've been debating adding a tier to Patreon where people can suggest movies for us to watch. Okay. Maybe even bad movies, but I feel like it's the only way I'm going to get you to watch Velocipaster. That's not... I'm, I watched the, the trailer, and I feel like I watched it as much as I like need to watch. Right, right. But if we have this tier on Patreon and... <laughs> You know, I feel like we're sort of locked in there. If if someone suggests it, which you know that's not necessarily a given. Philosopher, oh gosh, I still can't believe you watched that whole thing. Listeners, go back and and uh, I think it's like episode one hundred and nine or something. Anyway, let's get into the main segment. Uh, our much beloved trifling in NYC. Uh, I recalled an incident from, I believe, 2014. Oh, okay. Going back a little bit. This is when um, I was taking classes in sketch writing and improv at UCB. And I had met some guys um, that uh, we sort of clicked and we wrote a sketch show. Uh, like a 30 minute sketch show that we pitched to UCB. They, I don't even think, know if they responded, um, but we, we didn't get it there. It's you know, pretty competitive to get those slots, but we were able to get one at the pit. So we were able to stage this show uh, at the pit. It's another improv theater in the city. Um, and it was, what was it? It was called Alan Rickman's dream machine. Oh, uh. <laughs> I thought this is where it was going. Okay, I remember. <clears throat> yeah, and I, as I, rec- I'm trying to recall the premise. Like, so there was six of us in this group, and I think we each took, we each wrote a sketch for it, and maybe a couple people wrote one or two. Um, and the premise was, it was like, if you could, if there was a machine that could like. L- like sort of make video recordings of, of someone's dreams and they tested it out on Alan Rickman. Uh, what would his dreams look like basically? Uh, so you saw this show. I, I like believe. the premise. It's a good premise. What, what were your thoughts on the, now if I, I'm trying to think back, um, oh man, I th- think it was a mixed, mixed bag. There were a couple sketches that I feel like the crowd, including myself, I was in the crowd, like just like we're really not into. And I think it was like silence, um, <laughs> like, like maybe a little bit of awkward laughter. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but there were some good ones too. It's funny because I think the bad ones stand out more, just like the reaction. Mm-hmm. I feel like the bad one, there was, I don't want to like put anybody on the spot. Cause I, I don't actually remember anyone's name, but it was like, when it was just one solo person, I think it was a man. He was doing something, and people just... Like, was he really tall? I don't remember or not. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I was too busy. Like, I didn't really 
I wasn't able to gauge the cr- crowd response because I somehow got suckered into like running stage. So I had to bring the props out in between sketches, um, <laughs> which w- what I learned <laughs> in collaborative work in comedy. Uh, if like no one volunteers to do anything. So I'm like, look, this isn't going to get done if, if I don't step in, like if I don't step in here, but then right. that's, that's what people wait for. I think that's the trick. I think people do wait for it. Like, that's a very, uh, like, uh, I guess, common situation. What I mean, what you could also do is not necessarily, like, if you just volunteer yourself, but also, like, rope somebody else in. So it doesn't look like you're just volunteering yeah. someone by themselves. Like, oh, yeah, me and Brad will do it. Don't worry. Come on, Brad. Right. It'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> Brad, believe me, Brad is busy that day. <laughs> <laughs> guarantee you um so anyway i mean yeah look it was it was an odd show um i had fun doing it like i really enjoyed um the writing process and you know these are buddies of mine that you know i'm still in touch with but i somehow i also got roped into being a performer in one of the sketches uh where i had to sing a song that was like an intro to like a sitcom about alan rickman yeah, you remember this? See, I was, a, I was just about to say, I don't know how I miss. I must have like been in the bathroom or come late because there's no way that that song could be deleted from my memory. Like you <laughs> singing a song in front of people, I don't remember that part at all. Yeah, the thing, like the thing is, like when we were rehearsing and stuff, like I was really like I was like, oh, this is fun and silly. Like you know, I can do this, whatever. But then I remember. When I was going out, like on stage, like one of the co-writers was um, had a, like a strong, long time background in performing and improv and acting and stuff. And he was backstage, and we were talking like right before I went on. And he was like, "Make sure you really go for it when you get on stage. Like you can't ha- like kind of do a half measure because people are going to notice and it's going to be bad." And the thing is, like. I didn't like, I didn't need that. I was going to go for it anyway, but he really <laughs> threw me off by saying that. Like, this is like 30 seconds before I was going on. Uh, I don't know if he saw something in the rehearsals or, or whatever. <laughs> he thought you could like crank it up to 11, you know? He's like, I mean, he's right. Like you do really have to go for it. Like you can't, if it's like with people who are not necessarily experienced at performing, like you, your insecurity might get the better of you. And you sort of like, are like, especially if you're doing something really silly. Yeah. Be like, Oh God, isn't this silly? Like, right. Like trying to be like an audience member at the same time. Right. But you can't do that. Like it, it's really, it's like the worst thing you could do. So you really have to like buy in and go for it. And I think I did. I mean, it was really silly. I felt like, like, and I've performed a number of times. This was the only time I felt like a fucking idiot and where I was insecure about my... Do you remember any of those lyrics? Not really. It was... You could do a little piece right now. I know it started like, (laughs) Alan Rickman, like something like that. You know what? That was near the beginning, right? I have I have no idea when it was. When you 
just then when you sang that tune, I was like, oh, that sounds familiar. Yeah. So maybe I was there for you singing, and I just like blocked it out of my mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that I don't know. really familiar. Yeah, it was supposed to be like a um, like an old school like sitcom intro song, basically from like the fifties or sixties. Oh, okay. Um. So yeah, I mean that's my trifling like. I mean, it was fun. <laughs> I think. Uh, you know, the show. I mean, uh, you know what? My, my boss, actually, my, I remember now, the boss at my office went to that show too. And he was like, I don't know if you recall the last sketch, which was a lot of people just like throwing up oh soup, gosh. basically, all over the stage and all over each other. Mm. Do you remember that? I think my memory is terrible now. Because how could I forget people vomiting on each did other? You, did you just like show up? Just Were you at the not, bar? Did I just not go to the show? I was like, I saw you beforehand. I was like, hey, man, how's it going? Yeah, I know I saw you beforehand. <laughs> Turned around, just went to the bar. <laughs> I'm going to be over here. Turned around, went to the bar across the street. <laughs> Came back in 45 minutes. Great show. Yeah. It's like, yeah, when you, like, before the show, you're like, yeah, ah, yeah, really looking forward to it. About how long is this going to last? Like, 30 minutes, 45 minutes. Okay. Uh, the, the song that you just sang, that tune really felt familiar, but I don't remember Vomit. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how I could forget Vomit. That's the thing. My boss was like, he just, I mean, we, like, the pit is actually close to where my office was, so it was just, like, and I think it was, like, at, like, 7 p.m., so it was, like, right after work. So he was, but he, like, and any time I talked about, like, my comedy work, because, you know, I, I had a day job, um, he's like, oh, yeah, 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 are you doing any more vomit in your next thing? Is there going to be vomit um, on stage? I just wouldn't let it go, huh? No. Yeah, see, that's a little annoying. Well, speaking of not letting things go, let's segue into our our main segment. Oh, that was pretty good. We're back to doing reviews of some TV shows we're into. Um, Should we do... Well, I have WandaVision first in my notes. So... I guess just so I don't have to scroll down and then scroll back. Okay. Um, so WandaVision episodes five and six. Uh, so five was the parody. They were doing parody of like an eighties sitcom, I believe like family ties. Is that right? Um, yeah, which is, I, I think so. It also felt like a little, I guess, I don't know. Maybe this was a little wink, wink to people as well. It felt like a little full housey to me. Yeah, I think so. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, yeah, that was intentional. Yeah. Famously, uh, the lead of WandaVision, Elizabeth Olsen, siblings yeah. with a pair of famous siblings. Okay, I guess I'll say it. The Olsen twins. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> people in suspense for that. 
Oh, man. You know, the Olsen, it's O-L-S-E-N, I believe. Uh, and this is a bit of uh, Nordic uh, naming conventions. O-L-S-E-N is traditionally Norwegian. O-L-S-O-N would be Swedish or Danish. That's neither here nor there. Wow, look at that. Okay. Um. Yeah, I mean, look, like I really still don't like the sitcom stuff. Um, and this one had more uh, stuff with Sword, with Monica Rambo trying to figure out what's going on. Uh, this one also had Vision, uh, sort of starting to like realize that something is amiss. Right. Um, there's more engagement with the kids in this one, where they they're I believe they're growing, growing up quickly. Um. Yeah, I mean, like, the main note that I have, the, and really the only thing I remember from this episode is, I wrote down, stop lying to me, uh, which is what Vision says to her towards the end, because he's like, what, what is going on? Why did our kids grow up so fast? Why, you know, the dog, Sparky. Um, yeah, and he said, stop lying to me, and he was like, got really aggressive. I think he started flying. He did, yeah. But that was like, like I was getting really frustrated with her because she was deflecting and like, you know, she, she's been doing that a lot. Oh, that's right. This is the other, uh, also they, uh, sword sent a drone in to try to attack her and she brought it back. She's like, no, like, fuck you guys. She actually left, you know, the perimeter of this. Hex yeah, that, that, was, she had. that was freaky. Um, but the thing is like, and, and I just want to say this, like, I I find myself even though I know he's framed as the bad guy, uh Hayward, I find myself siding with him mm. more than like anyone else. Because he's like and this is and you know, I think in our last episode when we discussed this, I was like I made a prediction that uh Wanda's gonna be the big bad in the uh, movies. Yeah. But she's already the big bad. She has a whole town hostage. She's the big bad. And right she doesn't now. care. And they pointed out they pointed that out to her. Hayward did. And she just deflected. And she's just like, yeah, well, what about what you're doing? You know, that's a good point. Okay. All right. I could, I could definitely. He's kidnapping people. And I mean. I can, yeah. When you think about it, like, I think that like Rambo, um, I don't remember her first name, but Monica. she, yeah, Monica Rambo. She is sort of like, no, we can figure this out, like going through her, but right. Like if you, if you frame it as essentially like a hostage situation, it's like, no, we gotta, we gotta kill her. She's not listening to anything we say. Like we need to take her out. There's a town full of people that are being held hostage. And we saw, I mean, sad and all that, but like, like we saw in, in episode six, this is jumping out a little bit, but like the people, like outside of her immediate area, like when people are in her immediate area, they are acting not like themselves, but they're, they're doing stuff. Whereas the people on the outskirts are like frozen basically, but they're still oh, yeah, that was, awake. That was like, that was freaky. That was weird. So yeah. Like, so I don't know what Monica's deal is with her. Like she is a, first of all, she's a sword agent. Um, that guy is her boss. You know, for better or worse, and he seems competent. Like what? Yeah, what do you? You tried reasoning with 
Wanda. I mean, the drone, yeah, I mean, you probably shouldn't have tried to, like, I, I think the drone was going to fire a missile at her or something. Yeah, it was going to do something. So, but, I mean, she's clearly too powerful. Like, you can't just, like, throw a net over her and drag her in. <laughs> And then, and then it was almost comical because they had all those guns pointed at her, but at no point did I ever feel like she was in actual danger. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, I mean, we saw like, and I think Monica mentioned this. She's like some sort of reference. Like she could have taken out Thanos basically. Yeah. Which uh, I mean, maybe it seems like, I mean, she has telekinesis. It seems like, just rip people's heads off. I mean, you know, I, I agree. I agree. Just rip them to pieces, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> no need to get all close hand to hand business. Like, no. Yeah. And I guess we could, we could just sort of segue into, uh, to six, unless you have some specific. I didn't you know, really have anything five. specific from five, except for the brother returning. Right. Now. Yeah. And that, that gets us into six. But the brother thing, I man, I went down not a big rabbit hole, just oh. like a, a one article rabbit hole, and the article was longer than I wanted it to be. You know, <laughs> sometimes you start reading something because you think it's a certain length, and then yeah, you, like start scrolling, like oh my gosh, I gotta go all the way down to there. Yeah, uh, you're like a quarter of the way through, and you're like, wait, you start scrolling to the end, like. Oh, I'm still scrolling. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I okay, went down so one of those. Only on that. So About I, Quick... Uh, so... Yeah. Yeah, so, so it's um, Evan Peters playing Quicksilver. He's in the Fox X-Men movies, famously. Yeah, playing the same Aaron character. Taylor Johnson played him, this character, in Look Avengers Age of All Names. You wrote and you know what? Up. Well, Aaron Taylor Johnson, his name is interesting because he took his wife's last name to hyphenate. That's it. That's the uh, Age of Ultron, Quicksilver? Yeah. Huh. Interesting. So, I mean, you've seen the X-Men movies with this guy, right? Right. I mean, famously, he had he like a fast, like, what would you call it? Like a fast forward scene or like frozen time scene. I think in each of the three movies he's in. Yeah, in each of them. It was pretty cool. It kind of made me want to go back and watch them, actually. After seeing him in there, it's like, hmm, I want to go back and take a look. But um, I do remember, I kind of like that actor. I, I remember him from uh, American Horror Story. Mm-hmm. I just recently watched uh, the part of the first season. Yeah. Uh, which is really good, but yeah, really intense, yeah, and like, oh, like really over the top. I was like, "Damn, can they show this on TV with some of the stuff?" Um, <laughs> but uh, he definitely stood out uh, from that, um, and I like his performance as Quicksilver uh, in the X Men movies, but also in, in this, particularly in Episode Six. Like, I, he's just kind yeah, of yeah, he is knucklehead. Yeah, he's a good actor. It was like perfect as as Quicksilver. You're right. Like, I, I mean, I don't know if that was also like, <clears throat> excuse me, getting a little bit ahead, but like in episode six, like, I guess I'm okay. So I'm still not completely on board with the whole like sitcom stuff. 
However, right. it's becoming more tolerable because now it's like sitcom tropes that I'm familiar with and sitcoms that like I watch. Mm-hmm. You know? right. So now I'm like, oh, okay, this is like kind of fun, but s- still really annoying. But it's, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So they, so this one was, I believe. I mean, the theme song is a parody of uh, Malcolm in the Middle, right? Um, and then the kids were they talking to the camera? I think, yeah, they, think were, they were, right? yeah. Which is, yeah, that's. I mean, that's Malcolm in the Middle too. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't like, like I said, I don't like any. I really don't like any aspect of the sitcom shit. I, I like, it's, it is kind of driving me crazy. <laughs> it's because it's, like. You know, we know we've seen trailers for Falcon and the Winter Soldier and then also Loki. And it's clear they're not doing any any of this shit. Like, they're going to be like just the the story. They're going to get to the shit. I mean, I I guess I shouldn't be predicting it, but it just feels like wheel spinning. Yeah, see, that's 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 what I'm. I guess that's the main frustration with with the sitcom stuff. Like, I don't know, maybe maybe it'll all make sense in the end maybe they'll wrap it up with a big old red bow and be like oh and i'll be like i'll say that the whole at the very end <laughs> but for right now it's just like a huge distraction a big turn off it like like i explained like it almost made me stop watching the show um right it's just like i just want to tell them stop already what was it episode 4 or 5 was it four? Four and five were better because it was less sitcom stuff. Right. You know, less in the sitcom world. Six was like a little bit back and forth, so it was okay. Um, but It's like, yeah, it's uh, – I was reading online uh, like reviews of episode six, and a lot of people apparently are really into it. Um, but it's like the, with the sitcom parody stuff – it's it's like they they want points for being really clever because look at all the references, right? That, but it's like it doesn't matter if the story's not good. It's very very reference heavy. Like I'm not sure what to make of these commercials. And are these commercials p- part of her her mind, part of the, her brain that's happening? Like when you go online, like I was looking a little bit yesterday. Just like, oh yeah. So what's what was in this article? And I, I oh yeah. Jeez, we got <laughs> sidetracked. Essentially, um, because he was the Quicksilver from X Men, not from Age of Ultron, the different actor, right? Mm-hmm. The basic the basic premise is that it's pointing to the multiverse existing right. within you know the MCU. Uh, the MCU and just like, all right, they're really going to introduce it and go heavy now. Like we all kind of like, I think the writing was on the wall once, you know, they got their rights back. Um, Once they were all joined, you know, Sony and Marvel, everyone's back in it together. So now they can bring all the characters in and, and yeah, I think that was the, the main point of the article. You know, these, these like, Articles like that go into super detail, talking about little things. But that mm-hmm. was that was <laughs> that was the point. Uh, yeah, I mean, I believe Doctor Strange, uh, the upcoming Doctor Strange sequel, is called uh, the subtitle is Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, you did say that, and that was part of your reasoning for her being the big bad, right? And that one was it in that one or just in general? I mean, 
I I was saying just in general, but like I should like she's already the big bad. Mm-hmm. And it's I mean like the it's the series so especially in episode six like the series is definitely framing this Hayward guy as like I guess you could say antagonist and but like now like I was really pissed off I wasn't pissed I don't get pissed off about a TV show but I was <laughs> I was annoyed um, when like he's like uh, you know he's getting some pushback from Monica and uh, Jimmy and and Cat Denning's character. Uh, and he's like, uh, get them out of here. And like these dudes, like sword agents who are like all oh, fitted out with, with like assault rifles. And then as soon as they get outside, like Jimmy and Monica just like, I mean, Jimmy just punches him in the some face. Some of the most like basic fight choreography. So basic. Was, and they just trap. I think it was like, like Darcy wasn't even fighting. So two of them took out like four or five guys and then, and then they took, somehow took their out part of their outfit. And then they went into this like digital, digital ops tent. They go, basically they go into, they're just chilling. And they're so casual about it. No security to enter the server room for this high tech operation. Like, no. Go ahead. If you're if you're within the border, then I guess anybody can come in. You know, if you're yeah. And they spent a lot of time there. It's not like they were in a rush. Yeah, it's not like they posted like Jimmy. Can you keep an eye on the door? Yeah, uh, nobody was even watching the door. You're right. <laughs> nobody was standing outside. Oh, and the pro- yeah, the problem with that is that like it's there's no stakes to it. Uh huh. You know, you were talking about you don't feel like Wanda's in any, any danger. I don't feel like these three are in any danger either. Mm, that's a good point. I don't. I don't think they really are. I, I mean, they tried to introduce it to Monica's character when Kat Dennings told her that her her molecules had been like rearranged <laughs> twice yeah. already. Like, yeah. I don't know if you want to go back in there. <laughs> yeah, that's weird too because, like, they weren't treating it with the appropriate gravity. I think because <laughs> she's like Monica's, like, yeah, no, I got, I got shit to do. <laughs> yeah, she's like, no, I got this. It's like, uh... yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's your insides. Yeah. Uh, Monica, look, yeah, it looks like your molecules have been rearranged. Twice because of this super powered witch that you remember her, yeah. And she's like, Nah, I got, yeah, no, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good money, right? It's like, uh, and then they were just like, oh, Okay, cool. And then, like, and then Gag Denning's character tells them, Oh, no, I got some more snooping to do, so I'm just gonna hang out here, all right, be careful, bye. And then, yeah, and then they just get it, they, and don't they get like a Humvee or something? Yes, they do. So they just had the keys for that. I guess they left them under the fucking. Oh, this joke would work if I know the what this thing is called. I don't. Yeah, fuck. Alan Rickman. Um. Yeah, I mean, I gotta say, like, I remember. So Quicksilver, get, getting back to to him. Uh, his character in this show is actually pretty similar to what he was like. So I, I, I was a big, big X-Men comic fan in the nineties. Yeah. 
and there were a bunch of spin-off books because they had like different teams. So there was X Force and X Factor. Right. Uh, and Quicksilver was actually a member of X Factor. Um and I remember distinctly this one uh sequence where he was trying to explain how frustrating it is to move so much faster than everyone else and like how he's just bored with life and people. And he was doing it as he was putting a puzzle together really quickly. And I mean, yeah, he's like, I guess like uh, he was basically saying that his brain also moves a lot faster than everybody, which is like, yeah, he's like really cocky, but, um, He's kind of cocky, but I like I like his I liked his character, his the X Men version. I don't really remember so much the Marvel version. I mean the MCU version, whatever the right. Avengers version. He was not as in my mind, obviously not as memorable as a character as the X Men right. one. Like he was, he had a great personality in the X Men movies. He was really enjoyable. Yeah. Um, the other ones I don't really remember. Like even in this one, he was like, "Yeah, I just remember like being shot on the street like a chump," and then I, was like, <laughs> I started laughing. I couldn't help it, but I started laughing. It's like, "Yeah, you did get shot on the street." It's like last thing I remember. I mean, yeah, chump in Age of Ultron. Yeah, he's introduced <laughs> and killed in Age of Ultron, and uh, I saw, I was reading something online where it's like, so there's a, a quick beat where she turns, she's talking to him. Uh, Wanda's talking to Quicksilver and she turns and it, they, she views him as like a corpse with bullet holes. Yeah. Yeah. And then, it, and then it gets back to like his regular thing. Like that was pretty cool. But I thought like it would have been cooler if they had Aaron Taylor Johnson, just that shot, like just, Oh, it's just the corpse. Yeah. Because it is unclear. Like she acknowledges that he doesn't look like, Aaron Taylor Johnson. Like, th- there's an acknowledgement of that. I mean, Darcy is like, she recast him, basically. Yeah. Um, and it's still unclear if he's really him or if it's some sort of projection or something. Like, her, again, her powers aren't really entirely defined. No, n- n- not at all. But I, I did like those conversations the conversations with the brother, especially that one where she, there was the quick glance of the dead and he was, they were just having like a really honest conversation with each other. Yeah. And he said something to the extent of, I'm impressed how you, how you pull all this off. Like, look at all yeah. these people. You did this. It's like, yeah. Where, where the kids been this whole time? You pulled them out for Halloween. Where were they, where they been? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was interesting. Cause like he knows all the, stuff that's going on somehow and actually i remember that sort of affected me because he's like i he's like i'm not your husband i'm not uh, something like i'm not any of these other guys like i'm your brother you can talk to me about stuff Mm -hmm. and that was like i mean you know i have a sister and for some reason that got me like i was like yeah because i mean i've had that those sort of conversations with her every now and then right um and I thought, yeah, it was really well done. I think Evan Peters, I mean, and uh, Elizabeth Olsen, they're great actors. Um, they don't usually get, like, honest, real, like, it's not within the purview of, like, a superhero show to really get into, like, dark, honest, raw territory that often. 
Um, I mean, I, 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 I would you agree? I don't, I don't know. Well, yeah, I would. I would absolutely agree. I, I don't think that at least for you know, well, excuse me, at least for like the rest of like MCU movies, I, I think it really only came out in like those last two Avengers where it was like darker, right. and more honest. Like those two felt like much like, uh, I guess less happy and like adventure and action-y movies, less superhero-like, you know? Right. But, yeah. Um, Endgame in particular. Yeah. Uh, but this... I'm very curious. How I, I, did, I should have looked this up before. How many episodes is this supposed to be? I have heard there are going to be uh, nine total. Nine. Okay. So it's coming to the wrap-up point. I mean, <clears throat> I'm, she obviously, she's not going to die. But I think I, I think she lets everybody go. But where does she go? That's my question. I think she somehow Monica Rambo is going to convince her and whatever, whatever, and to let her go. Between, like, Monica and Vision, I think together they'll convince her. I mean, Vision might be able to do it somehow. I'm still confused as to whether he's alive or not. Well, they show... So, apparently, S.W.O.R.D. got his body somehow, and we're researching it. Um, because she, it showed surveillance footage of her getting it. Right. Um, I think he's, he must be dead. But he's operating with so much free will in this. True. I really, I really don't understand like what his like existential state is right now it's it's confusing yeah i mean it seemed like when he was going through the barrier like he was sort of falling apart and maybe reverting to his real state which is you know like a you know uh just throw up a get a thing of Legos and just throw them up in the air <laughs> wherever they land. That, that's what he is. Uh, get a thing of Legos. A thing, them. yeah. Get exactly one thing of Legos. But it's, it's true. I, I don't know. That part is confusing to me, but um, I think between her and Monica, they'll, you know, They'll get to the not get to the bottom, but it's it's gonna come down to like some confrontation with them. Um, but you know they they mentioned Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel again right. in episode six. I'm like I don't know. Oh, she that's right. You pre- you a, predicted she might make an appearance. You predicted her showing up. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and it seemed like Monica has some sort of beef with her. Yeah, I, 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 I forgot to go look last time after we talked about it. I don't understand what their beef is. I thought there was nothing but nice to them. They're like, yeah, I mean, there's... My mom was like best friends with Captain You know, Marvel the Rock. Captain Marvel movie was early 90s. So, there, I mean, there's a long time period, you know, between Captain Marvel and, like, WandaVision. So, a lot of stuff can happen. Okay, you're right. You're right. Friends, what's that rap song? Friends become enemies. 
Yeah, I mean, then Monica turns into a teenager. Is that actually a rap song? Title? You know how teenagers can be. Is yeah, that a song? Uh, I'm sure it is. If we search that, friends become enemies. It'll it'll be in there a lot. <laughs> seems like a like a biggie, biggie song. Like he was, seemed like he was concerned about friends betraying him in a lot of his lyrics. Yeah, he got, he got a little paranoid there, and but maybe rightfully so. Yeah, let's let's veer away from that. Um, <laughs> so, so unless you have anything else, going into our new conspiracy segment. Oh uh, no, 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 no! We will not be doing that one <laughs> for reasons I can't even get into. The reasons why we're not going to do that one. <laughs> let's move to thirty piece. Wait, wait, wait! Uh, do you have any any predictions for the final episodes? Well, there, I mean, there's three left. Uh, Is any no. anybody you think gonna make a make an appearance? So during this timeline, okay. So let me just try to wrap my head around who is still alive from the Avengers. Who's still around, right? Okay. Captain America's not around. Iron Man's not around. Um, Captain Marvel could be summoned, I suppose. Right. Right. At some point. Um, Ant Man's around. <laughs> he could get like real small and get in there and do stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Spider <laughs> Spider Man's around, right? He's not gonna. I mean, it's he's a New Yorker. He's not going to Jersey. Um, who's that? Leave us with Black Widow. Um, no, it no does not leave us with Black Widow. She famously. She's dead. Oh, Dad. she died too. She died. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. So how is she coming out with a Black Widow? It's like a prequel. Oh, the movie. Um, I guess it must be like her backstory. It must be, I guess. Okay. Um, Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Hawkeye could make an appearance. Yep. Um. No, Thor. Thor wanted to stop being Thor, right? At the I don't remember what happened with him. Is that everybody? No. And Doctor but, Strange. I mean, I mean, well, it's all those guys at Tony's funeral. I mean, Doctor Strange could come out. He might be able to do something against her. Uh, maybe, yeah. He's He also has some sort of nebulous powers. But uh, I don't really have any predictions at this point. Um yeah, I, I I don't know. I I hope some of these characters stop being annoying. <laughs> what if it? What if the sitcom goes into like? Uh, I have heard which sitcom they'll be parodying in the Big next Bang episode. Theory? Oh God! <laughs> uh, uh, no, not that one. But I just Seinfeld. See, they should have done Seinfeld for the 90s one. Would have been good. Would have been real good. Yeah, no. Um, I guess this is sort of a spoiler, but apparently they're going to be doing uh, Modern Family. Okay. That, that makes sense. Oh, sorry. One final thing. You reminded me when you said family. So what's the deal with the with the twins? Do they have powers now? Um. Yeah. I mean, in the comics, she, uh, apparently she... Yeah, they do. Like one of them is basically has super speed, and the other one basically has her powers. 
Yeah, because that's that's exactly what it seemed like at the end of this. Fascinating. Yeah, but they're they're real. I don't know. I think that's unclear at this point. Yeah. This is all messed up, man. We need that reality stone. (laughs) 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 Yeah, yeah, that would be... That would be good. I mean, apparently, like... uh, uh, No, we gotta move on. (laughs) (laughs) It's a 30, 30 coins... There you go. Man, I alternate. I say 30 pieces like one out of every three times I talk about this show. Yeah. Um, are you talking about it to other people? Because um, I don't know anyone else. Like this feels like Succession season one where like no one is watching it. <laughs> Probably the only podcast that was covering it. Um, oh, I mean, did I tell? Yeah, I told. So I, re- I reached out to the four main actors I, I on Instagram. It. I Love it. <laughs> um, these are, I mean, they're Spanish actors. I feel like, yeah, again, I was like, well, we're probably one of the few podcasts that's covering this. Do they want to come on? Do they speak English? I don't know. I speak a little Spanish. I could do that. Um, <laughs> I speak a little Spanish. <laughs> Niente de uh, esos uh, responded to me. <laughs> As of yet, I mean, it, it has been only like seven days or so. Um, you know, I'm sure they're right. busy. They'll be, they're, uh, yeah, I don't know. You know, maybe it's no, because they should know. HBO probably told them that it's it's airing now because, like you said, oh yeah, wherever it was airing, the primary you know country of airing, it's done. Yeah, you know, they had the finale. They probably did a press tour for that. They should be doing a press tour for this one. I mean, the finale, like, we, we're actually watching it a little behind. So the finale, it's only eight episodes. So the finale is tomorrow. It airs tomorrow. Oh, for real? So this, this would have been the perfect episode for them to come on, too. Oh, yeah, you're right. I'm just reading it. Vergara, Paco, and Elena confront biblical demons while the canines well, that, seize the village and try to hold well, that. Hold. Dirty coins. I mean, that's watch. So we're, I mean, we're, yeah, that's every episode. We're, <laughs> we're, we're covering episodes five and six today. Yeah, episodes, I didn't watch, I didn't watch seven yet. Okay, I haven't either. So, yeah. see, I, I almost did, but then it's like, I don't want that to be in my brain when I'm only supposed to be talking about five and six. Right, right. So, um, I took a bunch of notes on five. I mean, five, I, I really liked. Like, it, it's, it's, it hauled ass. I mean, um. Yeah. Five. Wow. Yeah. That car ride. I was like, what? Um. So I mean, like, I'm going through my notes now. Like, so basically, uh, they get Vergara, like the red priests, um, sort of capture Vergara, but they're they're really casual about it. Yeah, because because they. I don't know. He doesn't seem like he's being necessarily held against his will. He's well, kind of curious con- too. They want to convert him, right? But and why, it does. You know, is it, was there any reason why? Is he like going to be extra powerful? I don't. I mean, they want the coin from him, but they. I mean, they know by now that he doesn't ha- have it. Um, I, I think it's because 
like the leader of the Red Priest was his friend that we saw in the yeah. flashback. Um, so maybe there's that. Um, you know, he has some special connection to the coins. He know he knows about all this stuff too, which I, I assume most priests don't. Um, but uh, yeah, like I thought it was really cool. Where so he's in Vatican City, I believe. Um, I so, yeah. And so he's at this museum, and then he he is shown like the secret vaults that the oh, I man. guess the red yeah. priest control including shit like that uh, yeah there's some cool shit <laughs> including uh, a room where they have apparently the gospel of jesus i mean i thought they were doing some shit when they had the gospel of judas but to have the gospel of jesus too, i mean that's like and and that's their their what i mean offer to him i guess yeah if you if you turn to our side we'll let you read this yeah like that was it was really cool i love all those types of artifacts and all that like i don't know but i did like how the head red priest told him you can look all you can look at all of this it can all be yours you can study it all and then he sort of like closed the book with his hand like almost it only if you join us though I mean, yeah, it would be (laughs) enough to like, let me just take a quick glance before he closes it. See something like a, like a sentence. I mean, yeah, but I mean, if there was, I don't even think like, I believe there is an apocryphal book of Judas, which, you know, the authenticity is say questionable. Uh, I don't think there's any, anywhere like a, a gospel of Jesus. Um, so that I think it's something they made up for the show. Uh, but damn, that's a pretty compelling, like, I think, yeah, they, it was a good sell. They come in with a real hard sell on him. They're like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, look at all this. All you have to, but all the, I don't remember what he had to say besides join them. Just tell them where the coin is because they still actually didn't know where the coin was, but they knew that he knows the location of the coin. Were they still asking him about the coin? I think they were still asking him about the coin. Okay. I'm not 100% sure, but no, because they were trying to, was that the, man, now they're all mixing together. Was that the one where they went into the dream world and he was, they were dream kids together? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that was five. Yes. Because right, then, he had then to get his body. Right. Yeah. And took him to the, to the war zone. Right. Yeah. So they're still looking. They need that last coin, the 30th coin. And so they yeah, don't know where it is. They just know he doesn't have it, but they know that he knows where it is. Exactly. And that's why. So segueing over to Elena and Paco, Paco Phil, um, <laughs> that's why the zombie husband of Elena is it's, it's, it's a little unclear because the zombie came back because Paco's wife went to a witch to get, so, to get him and that but then it turns out he's with the red priest ultimately because he wants the coin yeah i think that witch is with them now i don't I guess remember, she must be i don't remember seeing her before this episode do you i no not okay so she just popped up in town and then you know antonio did his little foreshadowing he's like y'all you need to be worried about what she's doing don't be worried about me just taking wine from the church 
go past that old lady what she doing yeah (laughs) i think antonio has become my favorite character by the way (laughs) he is he does definitely like sort of yeah brighten up every every scene like he's he's a little he's got a little pepper to him (laughs) he does but yeah like I don't know. How long was the husband supposed to be gone? Two years, right? Two he years, just walked yeah. out the door. Well, we know what happened to him now, but right. it, he left and he's been just gone for two years. And there's been all this small town speculation about what he's done. And she's had to live with that stress of not just losing him, but dealing with all the rumors that the those town ladies have been spreading oh, about God. it, which is, you know, pain. it's painful enough just losing somebody. You don't need to yeah. hear these rumors every day. Right. Um, but he pops back up. I mean that that in and of itself could be like a whole series. I think they've made movies out of that. Like somebody long lost person shows up, and then it's sort of like, oh yeah, is this who we think it is? Um, yeah. But he looked re- so gross in the beginning. He was so dirty. So yeah, he cleaned up a little bit. Um, but then I wrote I wrote down like these two episodes five and six are the first that have sex scenes. And I wrote down like the the one in five was I wrote sweaty ass sex scene because <laughs> they it was Elena and her zombie husband. They were get they were sweaty. I mean, look, it's a small town. They may not have air conditioning. I did not like that sex scene. They were so grimy. Um, yeah, that I mean, look, I didn't like whatever. it because of the cutaways to the old lady talking that talk. I oh, like, that's no, right. Yeah, no. and like the old lady. I mean, <laughs> I'm trying to think about listeners who might be like listening to this but not watching the show because, yeah. Also, the witch was sort of controlling the zombie while they were having sex, right? So she could like see through his eyes and talk, and talk, talk, talk through, through him. Yeah. What. <laughs> so yeah i mean you know look whatever elena she was happy for a little while i don't even remember what his story was he didn't give a sufficient story he didn't he was just like they were doing the thing like, (laughs) like look we don't the past is the past i'm here now don't worry about don't worry about my life that work in real life you think <laughs> passes the past <sighs> i mean uh, sadly probably it probably would work with some people uh. yeah some people but, are um, like, so desperate to have that person back but yeah i mean yeah look if, if you i mean if you thought someone died and uh, which she didn't, but if you did, like, and someone comes back and they seem normal, I'd be like, yeah, I don't, I would probably be like, yeah, fuck it, you're, you're here now. Right. I mean, she didn't think he was dead. It was just unclear. He was just gone. Right. <clears throat> Excuse me, sorry. So, yeah, so we have that. I mean, we have another big demon monster that shows up um, when Vergara decides. No, I I'm not joining the Red Priests, and I'm going to escape with my buddy from this vault. Uh-huh. And this another spider demon monster is created that attacks him and his buddy, winds up killing his buddy in in a very similar in a way very similar to uh, in Aliens when the uh, the Queen Alien tears Bishop apart. 
Yeah, that one was pretty good. Man, that um, was an intense scene. Some great music happening there too. That one. It was, yeah. It's, I was surprised. Like that's, I mean, that's all CGI. That's probably really expensive. That sequence. Um. Yeah, I, I. It has to be. Maybe that's why they don't use those big things so much. They've only had like. Yeah. That's the second one. I the, think so. The spider monster, and then that one. And you know they always throw that like extra bit of freaky on there, which is like just disturbs it like a little more. So like in the first one, they had the spider monster, but then there was like a baby head inside the mouth, um, which yeah. was. Oof. And then this one, they had this monster, but the human torso was like <laughs> coming out of it. Yeah. <laughs> a centaur with a monster instead of a horse it was yeah it was like okay make a spider demon but then have a human torso just coming out the side at a weird angle (laughs) it was that part i just thought that it was going to come out of him and then that would be it and then later on you see the torso it's like oh man this is yeah, this is weird now. Now it's yeah. I didn't like I didn't like any part of that. So, I mean, we can move to episode six where so Vergara's on the run in an Aleppo, Syria, which is oh wait 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 the the coin the coin from episode five. Well, the coin. I mean, that segues into episode six. So, so Mario, uh, who's Elena's hu- zombie husband, Man, you're good with the names. I as soon as you said that, I said, who is Mario? Uh, well, he's a plumber in the in the Mushroom Kingdom. Um, His brother named Luigi. He does have a brother named Luigi. See, you're better at remembering names than you think. Um, so he says, yeah, the coin will come back to you naturally. Uh, he says that to Elena. And sure enough, it did. It wound up in a fish ate it, and then that fish was caught and served at a sushi restaurant in Paris that Elena's... But I guess boy boy toy uh, happened to eat. He ate the fish, found the coin, and then yeah, and then that turns up in episode six. Um, yeah, and I believe in episode six is where they confirm that the red priests do have twenty nine coins. This is the last one. Yeah, they finally did say that. Like they just came out and said it. Like this is the last one we need. Yeah, so Vergara is in Aleppo, which, um, which was a reference to him. Like they said, uh, his buddy was in the prison because apparently, <laughs> the rules to this stuff is so apparently the red priests can track them down based on their sorrow, but if you're in a place with a lot of sorrow, then it's <laughs> masks specific yeah. sorrow, so they can't. <laughs> see you basically so his but that's why his buddy was uh like a priest at a, at a jail and that's why he went to syria uh in a war zone to hang out uh, when he's on the run from from the red priest yeah that was it's a little intense um i'm <clears throat> i don't think see now this was another one where i'm gonna say like i know he's in danger right now because they, he got caught by, I guess, the rebels, um, some kind of force, right? 
not the not the red priest people. Yeah, they're just like I mean, if you're in a war zone, there's <laughs> people might just like grab you, like uh, like could be any any side could kidnap you if right. you're just like, so he's, a he's caught random by, dude by some fighters, and they basically don't like him. They they think he was trying to do something bad. He was hiding his cross. They're like, you're not being transparent with us. Why? Yeah, I think they it? thought he was a spy. Yeah. Um, and he's, he's set to be executed, but, but like, you know, I know he's not dying. I know he doesn't die yet. So I'm not worried. I'm curious to see how he escapes, but I know he's not going to die. Um, yeah, they sort of left it as a cliffhanger. Um, which was, you know, what was messed up? I didn't like how they lowered that rope and then mm. them. they played the practical joke on him. That was, yeah. So <laughs> these rebels that capture him, they just throw him in a hole in a room. And then one of them is sort of ni- slightly nice to him, sort of looking down at him in the hole and like, gives him his, his little crucifix back. Um but yeah, like towards the, I think at the end of the episode, like they throw, someone throws down a rope. He, it's framed as, oh, probably this, this guy is helping me escape. But no, it was just the, the rebels just fucking with him. Cause they just, kick, as soon as he climbs up, they just kick him. Yeah. And then they put like this big metal, this big piece of metal to cover up the hole. So like, we're killing up. you, we're killing you in the morning, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah. Merry Christmas. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, but also sort of funny at the same time. It was kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, this episode, like, episodes, like, not a lot of stuff happened, really. I mean, Paco is still having drama with his wife. Um, yeah. Those. <laughs> Your, okay. your chorus ladies still harassing yeah, so you, the town. <laughs> you're calling him the, the chorus. I've called him the Three Stooges. These are the women who are just rumor mongering around Elena. Like they really got they're on her ass for real. Like <laughs> they, they are. Like, it's like mm, maybe you should put on some makeup, but she was wearing makeup when they said that. I was like, oh Damn. wait, sorry. Yeah, I, I misspoke. They they were talking to. Paco's wife. Yeah, they let. Well, Elena just bounced. She's like, I can't deal with you guys. That's anymore. right, because Elena went to Paris with with her boy Toby. Right. She's like, I I don't need this in my life. Bye. She's right. Yeah, she's totally right. <laughs> this, and this guy seems pretty cool too. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so then they fixate. They then had to move their their gaze of uh, rumor mongering over to uh, Paco's wife Merche which is actually a nickname that he has for her. Her name is Mercedes. Yeah, I did not realize that until this episode. Uh, Yeah, and they're like, they basically are like, yeah, Paco is in love with Elena, which seems like he is, but that's not, (laughs) she probably shouldn't say that to his wife. But they're like, yeah, but you should just get out there. Like, it's your time to shine. (laughs) I know, like this, these ladies they are so trife they're incredible they're like well oh oh well i'm not saying he's in love I'm like oh you didn't know. I said, what are you talking about what are you guys doing this is this fun for you you didn't like, hear it from me <laughs> these men they don't know what they have you know get dressed up put on makeup she was obviously all wearing already wearing makeup she is and, and she's fucking gorgeous too like <laughs> 
like, man, these these ladies. They just yeah, they're like just yeah. No, you should just put on some makeup, get back out there. You get you know you, you, they might have said something like you know you you're you're not in your twenties, uh, but you can still probably get somebody. Yeah, and this was, I don't remember how far along this was, but basically Paco was like, I don't want to be mayor anymore. I don't want to do this. Oh, yeah. Was pa- Paco, that's the other storyline in this episode. Paco having like some sort of crisis of conscience or, or something, or just like, I, yeah, it's, a, I don't know what his deal is. Like, he, yeah, he doesn't want to be mayor anymore. Okay. I mean, he's been through a lot of trauma. Yeah. Um, He's having, it seems like it's unclear that he even wants to still be married. Um, it seems like he probably is in love with Elena, but he yeah. knows Helena's with this other dude. True. Right. Um, but he's just all out of sorts, basically. He, yeah, he is. He's all turned around. He'll, he'll know what's going on. Like, between, right, between like this, all this supernatural stuff, and now he's got to keep all these extra secrets that's weighing him down. And it's just like, yeah, it's becoming too much. Yeah, and he's mayor of the small town where, I mean, I think I brought this up before. People go to him for everything. It's like, yo, um, I just picked this uh, cob of corn and three of the kernels are green? (laughs) Paco... You want to take a look at this? Look, you know, look. Like, no, you have to. No, you got to come to my farm. To, I didn't bring it. I guess you I should have. You got to come out here. Take you got to come to the farm. Can you come now? You can come now. Right? <laughs> like, just like, yo, uh, fuck off. Yeah, that's what I would say. Like, I think that this episode where he comes in like looking beaten down and then he goes to that whatever like rally slash press conference whatever it's supposed to be and then that dude is like pick up this pumpkin it's a hundred pounds (laughs) (laughs) he's like okay i'm done i am done with you that was like see the thing is i don't know if it's like a culture like this is why i kind of like foreign shows because it's this weird shit that you would never expect or see in a U.S. show. I mean, unless it's really well written. But yeah, it's like he's about to give a press conference, basically. And there's a bunch of townspeople there. Uh, and one of them has this huge pumpkin that he brought. And it looks like it weighs about 60, 70 pounds. And he's like, no, pick. can you? I got this for you. I brought it for you. He's and he's like, bring it up. This is right, like right he before he's like, supposed to talk. Okay. He's like, oh, nice pumpkin. I'll I'll get to this later. He's like, no, no, no. Yeah. Pick he's like, no, up. no, no. You got to bring it up. You're, I want you. To, you're strong. You can pick it up. It's like I want you to be holding it while you're giving your press conference. <laughs> Unbelievable. That that was that was definitely the final straw. He's like, I can't deal with this shit anymore. You know, that's a good point. Yeah, it probably it probably was the final straw. Because he also, like, they have, like, him and his wife have two businesses that they run at the same time. Yeah. They have the hotel and they have the, um, I keep calling it pork store. That's not, <laughs> not really what it is. It's basically like a slaughterhouse, but I like that pork pork store. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're, they're, selling, they're selling pork. I mean, 
Oh, gosh. That pork store. Pork store, uh, Paul. They're running out of you. <laughs> Porky. Um, yeah, so, you know, I, yeah, it was, it feels like this episode didn't really have anything for him to do, so it's just kind of like, I mean, he didn't really quit being mayor. Yeah, he he didn't, but he, maybe, I guess we'll see in the next one, but he basically is like, I'm out, but I don't know yeah. who's going to take over. Um yeah. Yeah, and his and his really. of course his wife is really pressuring him to to stay there. Um I, I the implication I guess is that she just wants to be with someone with power. I mean, he's the mayor of like the 700th biggest city in Spain. Um I'm not sure. Like you're gonna vault from there to being like the, the head of the EU or something? Like, are you all right? <laughs> Thinking about Baco being stressed out had me stressed out. <laughs> yeah, um, and we didn't even get to the the two like agents of whatever Spain's FBI is who, who came to the town. Yeah, that's a. To investigate, I mean, that's a good one too. They're like, look, something you fired. You filed like seven reports in like ten years. And oh, in right. the Last six months, you filed like ten. What is going on over here? <laughs> yeah, I need to get to the bottom of this. And then you know, then we find out how much that him and Paco have been lying about everything. Yeah, they just been keeping secrets. Um. It's you know I I guess it's just weighing everybody down all the all these lies and these secrets. Yeah, I mean, you know, having lies and secrets about you know, well, I mean, someone killing someone and and trying to cover it up, which apparently the the cop is okay with. That was weird. Um, mm-hmm. But just having basic general lies and secrets about I don't know, like misappropriation or something. That is a lot, but having de- spider demons crawling around and like uh, possessed, uh, you know, old women who are slicing <laughs> people's you necks open, like they get wrapped up in yarn, like uh, like yeah, zomb- zombies being born out of the dirt, like yeah, uh, yeah. It's 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 a lot to deal with, and then right then he has to be mayor, and that guy's got to be a regular cop, and then you got you know those ladies going around chirping, spreading rumors about everything, <laughs> towns townspeople burning down businesses, and then <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I think it's like this sort of ties into my theory about like the internet where people are just bored and don't have anything to do. Like they just start going us. I mean, there's a theory, a sort of like meta psychological theory that wars, a big part of the reason that there are wars is you need something for young men to do. Otherwise they'll just be causing havoc in, you know, a general society. 
Okay, I could see. I could see that they got to be occupied. Otherwise, yeah. they're just like robbing banks or doing stupid shit, starting bar fights. Yeah, bar fight. Yeah, bar fights, hanging out, <laughs> skateboarding in the park and shit. All that. I like the yeah. skateboarding in the park. Um, but yeah, so basically, they're taking over the police force. He's reporting to them now, Laguna. I remember his name. So Laguna's reporting to them. There was the, a, a dope line when, yeah, when these FBI people are like, they said, uh, he's like, oh yeah, cool. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. It's great that you're here to help me out. And and they're like, oh no, no, no. You are now our reinforcements. <laughs> I liked it. But he was actually, seemed like he's pretty cool with it. He's like, oh, all right. Whatever. He was open to it. Like, I don't, I also had just like, don't understand how many people are in that police force. Is it just him or him and like one other person? It seems like there's one person that's like at the dispatch office, maybe. Yeah. Like I, yeah, I feel like there was maybe one other person that we saw in maybe one other episode, but it seems like there's just this one cop. Yeah. Which is, you know, troublesome for him, but yeah, so then they go interviewing everybody. The guy that was letting off the rounds in the in the town square. She's like, "So you just let him go home?" He was shooting. Yeah, his gun so off. the guy. So yeah, it turns out that, that he killed. So this guy is actually killed Mario, who's Elena's husband, uh, and and buried, covered it up. That's turns out that's what happened to him. Um, uh, it, I don't think they revealed why he killed him. No, I don't. Unless I missed that somewhere. I didn't see any. I thought they were going to say that it was like, because he has a d- young daughter who's pregnant. Oh, right. Oh, but, there's no, I don't know who no, that is. Two, right? But it was two years ago, so it wouldn't have been Mario. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so he killed Mario for some reason. And when he sees Mario, zombie Mario show up again, he freaks out and he's like, no, I got to take, I got to take him out. Right, and he, so yeah, yeah, that was pretty good. When the wife told him that, oh yeah, he's back. It's like, what? <laughs> Impossible. Yeah. And he got this big, like fucking Elmer Fudd shotgun mm-hmm. going around town, just sh- shooting. I mean, he was kind of like he's unstable and he's got a big gun so you gotta do something but yeah like like the cop just like let him go home and so the fbi people people are like what right they're like uh so he's so can we go to where he is now then oh yeah he's at home probably i mean i I think he is is that the sort of thing that i should be keeping tabs on (laughs) it is are you sure (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah basically like should i have not let him go home <laughs> yeah I, I don't know this deal is. <laughs> oh man but then they go and you know he shoots himself kills himself right it's like i can't talk to them i can't tell the story i can't tell more lies so he just decides to kill himself instead of telling more lies to these yeah i mean i i assume we'll get a flashback that shows why he killed mario i hope so even if it was just like a a hunting accident and i need something yeah um 
I'm trying to think. Was there anything else? So that oh, and then they they and then the bad priest comes at the very end. Right. Yeah. So they well, there's the thing with Roque and Elena at the restaurant. Oh my gosh! How did I forget about the zombies? Yeah. Man. Yeah, so there's like the, there's like this talisman that the red priest put on random people that gives them superpowers that they use to track down the coins. They show up at the restaurant that Roque and Elena are at. Roque has the coin, but somehow they still fuck it up. They don't get the coin. I think Elena winds up with it at the, at the very end. Um, um but they yes. they do kill Roque. Um so I guess she has it again. Uh, but then, yeah. So the, 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 well, he, yeah, the dude who is like the captured demon who is in league with the red priest, uh, he shows up at the very end in town. Right. And do you think it's, uh, because it seemed like when they chose the, I don't know, the person to put the, like, the talisman on, the zombie talisman controlling device, he went to like an old folks home, right? He and did, I guess yeah. they've all been older people. They've all been older men, right? Uh, I think Why so, choose, yeah. Choosing, like the old older people. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's unclear why they're going for that demographic, but... Uh, like like unassuming nobody's suspicious of like some old man walking around yeah probably that's probably it but um yeah so they go they shoot up the restaurant they end up you know she was luckily in the bathroom at the time they get the coin i think it ends with her she's just there and i think and paco heard it all on the phone right did she call him then or after? She called him in the bathroom, I think. Or maybe he called – no, she called him because she saw the coin. After he – after That's okay, right. was like, look what I've got. And she freaks out. She goes to the bathroom. She calls Paco while he is under questioning from the FBI, Spanish FBI. It's like, can I take this phone call? Right. No problem. So he just goes outside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were. I think. Yeah, they were like, yeah, whatever. Go for, yeah. They were like specifically asking him about Elena at that. Yeah, point this too. is crazy. Like he, so Paco's in the middle of it, like talking to the FBI about all the weird shit, and he gets his call, and he's like, "Oh, can I take this?" And like they're like, "What? What? What? Oh, sorry. Yeah, dude. Whatever." go yeah and then he hears that he hears the gunshots and all the commotion on the other end um so he doesn't i don't think at that point he knows if she's alive or not because i think she just sort of like dropped the phone right and went running um and then laguna comes out and he's like oh they're in paris so either they're going to paris or she's coming back i don't know what's happening in the next episode um and then my guy Antonio, the FBI ladies, decide to talk to him, and they don't know whether <laughs> to believe him or just to be like, "This oh, guy's yeah. off his rocker." But he just basically he just told them everything. He's like, "Yeah, oh, that's no. right." Yeah. So there's that scene where he's like, "The priest, the new priest is coming. The new priest is coming." They're like, "Okay, settle down." 
Uh, <laughs> can we talk for a little bit? It seems like you know something. Uh, yeah. So they take him to a coffee shop. And then, yeah, he gives like a pretty succinct summary of like what happened in the first three episodes. Very succinct. So matter of fact, he's like, yeah, then they burned down, you know, they burned down Elena's veterinary clinic. Who did? They're the townspeople. With the priest, he's like, yeah, it was the priest, but it was the mirror priest. It's <laughs> yeah. like, and where were they? They were like, he's like, they were on the other side of the mirror. Come on now, get, get with the yeah, program. Keep, yeah, keep up, keep up. <laughs> I thought you guys were supposed to be smart. <laughs> oh my guy, Antonio! And then he just drops everything when he feels the new priest getting closer. He's like, "Well, I gotta go. He's coming." Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, maybe yeah. I should maybe I should reach out to him. <laughs> Come on the show. I like how he agreed to talk to them just for coffee and churros. They said coffee. Yeah. He's like churros too. Oh, you got a deal throwing yeah. those churros. Yeah, that had me wanting some churros actually. <laughs> it did too. I don't know the last time I had a churro. I don't know where did where can you get them other than like the street carts. I mean, they they are served for dessert in some restaurants. I don't know if people are serving them now. Um, yeah, you're right. I mean, that's the the main source now is those like subway streetcars. That's where I right. used to see them all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. All right. Well, we can, I mean, we can wrap up. Remember, here we used unless... to get churros at, for lunch. What? That was interesting. Who? In Ohio, they used to serve churros at lunchtime what? sometimes. In high school? For the, for the dessert. No, I think that was elementary. It was oh, so wow. random. Was like, I, yeah, I don't it? remember that. It was good, but now that I think about it, it's like, that's pretty random. That is really, yeah, especially like <laughs> suburban Ohio, too. Yeah, with churros. They were delicious. Damn. I guess, yeah, I don't, I don't remember those. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> They didn't have the chocolate dipping sauce, though. Yeah, well, you know what? I feel like I can figure out at least the chocolate dipping sauce part. I mean, if I have to get a Hershey's churros for you, I'm gonna find a place where you can get them. Get some Hershey's, put it in the microwave. There you go. There it is, Elizabeth. <laughs> you guys, you know, Ohio, you got me, you got me back in Ohio mode. <laughs> I haven't heard that one in a while. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess we can wrap up unless you have anything else on. Um, no, I'm I'm excited to see 7 and 8. I might watch 7 now. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I might. So 8 comes out tomorrow. I might wait yeah, and, and watch both of them. That. I do end up. I think you do the same. I, I end up just watching two in a row usually. Right. Yeah, I did that with 5 and 6. Yeah. We'll see. I don't know. See, we'll see what happens here. But I, I didn't realize that episode eight was a finale. Now I'm like more excited. Yeah, there should be wow. some some good shit. Good, good fireworks. Oh, it's gonna be. Mm, I'm really curious to see what kind of like spiritual weapons are gonna be used. Yeah, I mean, they might come out with like this is like like Jesus's <laughs> sandal that you. <laughs> If you the sandals, if you put them on your feet, you get just get like fucking Van Dam kicking kicking everyone in the head. Yeah, this, this is gonna be real good. I'm excited. Mm. But maybe it's like 
in my mind, all of a sudden, like Vergara's Vergara like puts on something like Jesus's robe or something. Yeah. And then like he just when he punches people, they just like explode. He just like, starts <laughs> punching and exploding people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like yo you don't yeah you better ask about jesus you don't you don't want them jesus problems don't let me don't let me put on this crown of thorns oh my gosh this is gonna be so good shit would blow up like the godfather <laughs> oh it's gonna be amazing yeah all right all right Eat something green. green. Happy Valentine's Day to everyone out there. Water. <laughs> this is podcast. We are. <laughs>